0: All right. Hello, everybody. I'm Shane. And I'm Bo. We are Kentucky Fried Critics. We're here for what is now our true inaugural episode. We tried this once before. We had some issues. But this is the first one that everybody gets to enjoy and be a part of. Yeah, this is episode one with the good sound quality. The last one didn't have good quality. But we're going to go right into it. Today's beer, for all you people that were playing at home, is Hubbard's Cave. S'more, right? I haven't tried it yet. It smells good. 12% alcohol. I can smell it from across the frickin' table. It's good. Yo, that is good. Sweet. Yeah, it is. taste the things that it says. Oh, yeah, no, there's definitely, like, marshmallow and chocolate and shit. That's really good. All right, if you haven't guessed, our movie's gonna be Sandlot. This is a true classic for me from my childhood. Yeah, this uh, is the, the kids movie from the 90s so uh again this is the the sandlot that came out uh april 1st 1993 that hits a little home for me that is my dad's birthday so i'm fairly sure with the topic of the movie being childhood in the 60s that means my dad probably took me to the theater on opening day because it was his birthday and it was a movie about things yeah, that he, that probably he would did. attach to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He grew up in like a uh, suburb uh, so, in New so, yeah, right? yeah, And for the two of us, especially because this kind of hits uh, super close to home. It, for, for us, it's not necessarily our parents' age that these kids were. It would actually be our parents' older brothers. Yeah, like <laughs> our uncles, uncles. And yeah, stuff. It's, it's well, it specifically would be their age because like my dad would have been like four, <laughs> which would have made our uncle mm. would have been like. Nine. Nine or ten. Yeah, yeah. So getting right around the age for what these kids would have been. Right. So again, this movie just hits hits way close to home because of that. Right. Let's get into it. All right. Just as soon as the movie opens, like the, the, the music starts playing, just the nostalgia that hits. Oh yeah, I know, right? Like the second it starts, I was just like, Oh man. I'm I'm in for the the ride that I want, that I that I need, that I'm expecting right, right now. Yay. I get to be six again. Yeah. It just right? makes you feel like you're the childhood experience. Right. You know, I had the extra fun of my friend Chuck was with me when I watched the movie and stuff and he he'd never seen it. What? No, right. He I was like, I'm sitting there. I'm like, dude, like, I got to do this. I got to take these notes like we can't do our usual bullshit where we like talk over whatever we're watching. Right. He's like, oh, no, that's fine, dude. I've never seen this movie. and I just looked at him like he was an alien. Like what what? you're the exact same age as me like I, like your parents had a VCR I know they did like they never once rented this movie for you he's like no not once I was just like oh you poor deprived child let's just watch you're gonna love it he he did spoiler he loved the movie <laughs> I mean uh, of course you yeah can. you can't not like so I I had the extra fun of having like the yeah of watching getting it getting him his, to get, getting to see his reaction seeing it through his it. eyes so yeah. that was great that's nice show your kids this movie if you haven't all right no we're gonna go right into to it like first thing nice opening shot small town everybody's all going around and we pan in onto the the nice shot of the old u-haul from like the 60s i really liked that and everybody got the kids playing baseball, and you actually see literally everybody, all of our kids, in the shot at one point or another, all running doing something. You see like Benny running home across the street, so you get kind of an idea of like, oh, they all live in kind of the same little yeah, spot, true neighborhood. Yeah, group. and Smalls and his family—they're the new ones. They—they're just moving in, and you immediately get the feeling that poor little Smalls is just a big, it's a big nerd. Yeah. Yeah. You can tell that it's not one of the cases of he's just worried because he's the new kid. He's worried because he's the new kid who already didn't fit in somewhere else. Yeah, And if he was already on one bad foot, now he's not going to have no legs to stand on because even worse. Yeah. And I just have to say, I hate the narrator. (laughs) <laughs> the narrator is the worst thing in this movie, and I know it's the director. He's a good director. Good director. I'll give him that. Not a good voice actor. It was okay. Yeah. It wasn't the best. I'll say it was, this is definitely one of the first movies I ever watched. That had a full feature length narration going yeah. on. You know, like, that constantly goes back to it, not just uh, in the beginning and once at the end. It definitely didn't need it. The movie flows at a good enough pace, you don't really need yeah, most but... of the narration. There are a couple of jumps when they, they go from random memory to another one that definitely has no story connection to the two. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, for the most part, the narration is a little bit lackluster. Right. All right. So yeah, we we then we get to see the rest of uh, the small family. Yeah. Right? And so that's uh, Karen Allen, Indiana Jones fan. Yeah. Who again. I don't know why, but just uh, her depiction in this movie—just you feel motherly from her. Like, yeah. I mean, just say every time she's in, she's on great. camera. You're just you get this like. Moment. She's great. Uh, then the yeah, <laughs> then, then, then the next person we get introduced into, of course, Dennis Leary yeah. as his stepfather. This just goes to show, though, the '90s had a real love for foul-mouthed comedians <laughs> in children's being, movies. Well, and being. Well, not just movies, but being the parent figure. Bob Saget is a key example of a oh, father yeah. figure who is, oh God, Rachi. Not the same no. offset as he was before his production. Especially when he was doing the cocaine. Yeah. Now, that being said, I'll at least go out on the limb and say they they didn't give Dennis Leary the full Bob Saget treatment here. Yeah. He's not Mr. Clean. Even, even in the beginning, I mean, he, he's not, like he, an he's an not asshole. quite that bad. He is, I mean, again, you can understand why the kid feels like that's what his stepdad thinks right like you can you can tell oh did you catch the line mess up there he's just trying to give him some tough love most of the time right when they have that first he's setting up his baseball memorabilia and his and his little den thing and smalls walks in they messed up the line because the narrator right before that scene is like you know they were still like learning to get along and all this other shit he walks in and goes dad i mean bill and i'm like wait shouldn't that have been the other goddamn way around shouldn't it have been bill i mean dad right? shouldn't he be reluctant to call him dad. He yeah. immediately called him fucking dad if they were still like just like you know kind of iffy on each other. Like he immediately calls him dad and then later in the movie they do almost the same thing only it's reversed. He says he, he does it the way I said he should. I don't know if it's a flub or it's just more to show how awkward the kid is. With I the guess dad. but I just thought it was weird. Like it's just a lot more like uh, hey this kid is so uncomfortable because of who the dad is. Again I mean it's still it does, no matter what root. Back to the dad not being okay. Dennis Leary is an intimidating man. For well, being, and in this five eleven and hundred pounds. Well, and in this movie, he definitely uh again. Just the what does the- he do? I bet he has some kind. They're in Utah. I bet he works for some like government agency, and right? And that's not what they're yeah. telling us, right? I don't know. He's CIA, definitely. <laughs> the the presence he gives off is always it, 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 he's intimidating yeah we don't ask bill a lot of questions we don't well, we That's just, just enjoy the, the house yeah it's like we just enjoy the yeah, house that's just the 60s that's not necessarily him but yeah the, then we get the scene where they decide to, to play catch he, he convinces him to play catch yeah and what happens oh, he's him right in the face well I've re- I've watched that scene a lot and I don't know who I want to blame for the ball to the eye I but feel it- like he may have done I wrote in my notes I feel like he did it on purpose I don't know though because <laughs> the frustration Dennis Leary is showing no, he definitely looks just frustrated. it progresses throughout the thing frustrated. so at the end there I feel like he's like I'm gonna throw it right at his face and if he don't fucking catch it it's his own fault I seriously feel because that's something my dad would have done <laughs> you're either gonna catch it or it's gonna hit you in the face. There are your only two options. And to his credit, he did catch it, but it it was just going too fast and he's not he's a frail boy (laughs) yeah what a fucking shiner though did you see that thing makeup did good on it yeah I'll never forget that scene of using the The stick on the black eye I never did that at all in my life but I remember always wanting to do again I didn't want a black eye but if the few times I got hit in the eye whether it was you know by fist by something else hitting me in the eye uh, my first thought was always I wonder if, we, but again, am I going to get to tape the steak to my face? Tape to the, but again, how many times do you just have a thawed steak in your fridge? Dude? Right. Like again, like that was a perfectly thawed, ready to be cooked right away steak. Usually, that if I have that, I it's in the freezer. Started that, didn't they? I don't Isn't know. That Rocky's fault. I don't know. We'll probably yeah, get into I, that I probably would have had that in my freezer though. I You'd have be better served with a frozen bag of fucking peas, really. <laughs> Do you ever get punched in the face fuck the steak just get a bag of peas slap it on your eye 20 minutes you'll be fine i've been punched in the face a few times all right and so after that scene we finally it's time it's time for scott to to go out to make friends his mom tells him yeah, enough yeah, is yeah. enough it's time for you to meet some people and she says it's time you're not and, sitting in the room with your books and rector set like you did last summer which i'm really his room's actually pretty cool that's what i was gonna say like so then we start to see him he has to make his friends he goes out he's got the giant hat <laughs> he looks like a shovel you say what you want Man, I always wanted that hat. You wanted that hat. I wanted that. I don't know why. I know it wasn't cool. I know it was meant to be the thing that they were making fun of. Yeah, but I loved the giant build hat. I do. I always wanted this giant build hat. You can say what you want. So then he slowly starts to meet all the neighborhood kids. We see we've got. Ham The great Hambino Himself <laughs> Yep My uh, favorite character Squints Squints The Man. The Tommins twins Repeat And Tommy Timmy Yeah It's one of the I two I guess Timmy and Tommy And the yep. other The little one repeats everything He fucking said And say. then the tall guy With the glasses Who again <laughs> I, It's a weird name And I never can remember It's Bertram I wrote it Thank down Thank you I'm glad you wrote it down Because I meant to And that's what I was just trying the to do. The poor kid for. has like nothing to do In this fucking movie He is barely there for any of it. Right. In background shots for some, like, he does some good reaction scenes. Yeah. That's what he's kind of good for. He's good he for has some a good really, reaction scenes. They have a great, I don't remember where it is in the movie, but it's a great cut. It just cuts over to him and he's just goofy laughing and he's just like, <laughs> I, I kind of feel like the only reason he's there is because they were like, we need another kid who doesn't make Benny look like he's five years older than everybody else. I know. Is. I wrote in my, no, I wrote down, I was like, Benny looks 16. Yeah, you know, but he's, he's the nicest guy he's you can tell yeah no he immediately goes takes smalls under his wings like oh we're gonna go play some ball and when he sees that his gloves all busted because he's sitting out on his porch with his with a big shiner I, can, I don't think i can play my my gloves busted because it's plastic who makes a plastic glove that must have been just a 60- 60 toy no it was because it was a, it it was a again not in the aspect of baseball is or toy so like but like that is glove. a to- yeah that is a toy it was not supposed to, that was the that was what they were supposed to be getting at, is that he was literally playing with a toy version of a baseball glove it was not a real baseball glove i'd just never seen one before you find them they're weird Again, it is a toy. It was yeah. never meant to be played real ball with. Yeah, we got yeah, yeah, Kenny De Nunez. That's that's who we were forgetting. Yeah, that guy. Uh, so he, the other kid who looks like he's like fifteen. Uh, so again, he is the uh, he is in Mighty Ducks two. He him and Benny are both in Mighty Ducks two. Nice. Benny, of course, being the kid who can't stop. Yeah, he, he goes, always had the speed. Yeah, he goes he for Always the has the speed. Always has the speed. But no, they start playing. Benny tells him go. It's super funny because he's like, "Yeah, go, uh, go, go left center." And he's just like, "Okay, where's that?" And he's like, "Do you know where outfield is?" He's like, "Yeah, it's over there." He's like, you know where left is?" It's like, "Yeah." go over there. He goes too far. Yeah, and he's like, "No, over there." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, again, that, at that point, it's totally on Scott because he wasn't paying attention. Because yeah. Again, it was left center. And yeah. you know, he said left. And so he just ran far left. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, well, that's on you, kid. Even you should understand what the you more than anybody. You're supposed to be yeah, the nerd. They, you're the nerd. You're the smart. You kid. should have understood that left center meant in the center slightly to the left. Uh, it's OK. He got frazzled. And he's just I know. Man. And then, you know, he's just Benny starts to walk away. And Scott's just all like, how do I catch it? Benny's cool. Cool as fuck. Dude, he just turns around he's like, I just stick your glove up in the air. I'll take care of it. And then just just goes up and easy as you please. Bink. Right into the kid's glove. And it's all slow-mo and epic. And he's he's doing the whole his eyes are closed and he's like, please catch it. Please catch it. And smack right into it. Then and you know, then it's like, oh shit, Benny's like some super mega ultra badass. Yeah, yeah. They they set up Way early on that we are supposed to know he is like the superhero of baseball. Yeah, he is. He is our mythic hero. Yeah so in that scene right that that we that is we still get a moment where the ball gets close to the fence right the very first time we hear the beast is in yeah the, is in that moment because how crazy is it that we don't even acknowledge it literally right? if you if you haven't seen the movie you might not even pay attention to the moment where they're like yeah because small it goes rolls and smalls goes and gets yeah it, yeah, and, yeah and there's like it gets all and then there's like it a zooms little in for a brief second and then he's like the, you hear the growl and he grabs the ball and runs back real quick like what the fuck was that at so that's our only like clue that there's something up with something going on at that point but yeah you know he catches the ball and everybody's like yay i don't know does it cut to them going home immediately after that or is there Shortly more after that yeah yeah this is where back. benny tells yep. him to burn his hat yes burn that hat <laughs> right get you some jeans a t-shirt burn that hat this is he's equipping our young our young hero for his journey you can get a nice proper hat for you so you don't look like you're where i don't know what that bill is it's like a foot long dude you can say what you want i loved it (laughs) if i I ever bro if i ever find it i will get it for you want one i will totally buy you one if i find one so I, uh, before we go any further I uh, into the movie, I just want to stop right now and, and make the point that it is uh, crazy just how much the 90s wanted us to believe that baseball was still like the American pastime, like all kinds of movies were yeah. still pushing this. And I don't know about you. I didn't play little league. I did. Did you? Yeah, but because of this movie, I was like, I want to play T-ball now. Crazy. And then, did you play T-ball or little league? All of it. I played or T-ball, stuff. minor league, played all the way up to little league all the way through like 8th grade and buddy, I was so fucking I could hit the ball. That I was I was ham. I could hit the ball, but I sucked at running. I sucked at catching. Well, you shot everything I was going to say cuz I personally I, I maybe knew one Two people that played little league, and that's well, it. Most people I knew didn't. Well, I mean, you grew up in Indiana, maybe that's. Well, no, different. I grew up all over. Well, yeah, you moved a lot, Uh which actually would technically increase the odds that I yeah. should have been finding people in baseball. You know, mom thought it would help me like lose weight. I'm sure I was a little pudgy kid, <laughs> which made I hated it because like you know I'm fat, I got short legs, and these other kids were all fast and shit trying to run the base, and I got this dude literally right fucking behind me, and I'm trying so goddamn hard just just chugging along and he's right there and i'm like i can't go any faster yeah i didn't like playing baseball the end of my synopsis i forgot where the hell we were in the movie now i think they immediately go back to the the next day at the Yeah, it's thing. because most of it is most just of it's the at, baseball the lot. at the sand lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, the next big thing I have a note on is uh is the sleepover scene. I know that I mean I mean we get there pretty quick, but I don't feel like I feel like I've definitely No, right before that, the the scene where Ham yeah, yeah, the, the great Bambino. The great the, Bambino. Yeah, he hits the ball over the fence, and Smalls oh, so is like... Let's just start right there. Yeah, Smalls is like, I'm, I'll get it, because he does not No, he's the new kid, and he runs, because everybody's still beating on ham for, eh, beating ham for fucking hitting the ball over the fence, and Smalls goes to jump, and then they all see him, and they all and run and fucking grab him, like he's trying to jump over the Berlin Wall, right, and pull him back. And to Smalls, credit, he tries to fight him off. He's like, what are you doing? Get the hell off me. Knocks the ball right over the fence. Right. He called it, too. Fucking, he pointed. I love that this happens this time, and because they call the sleepover... So fast, we don't even get to address the baseball that we do later on. Like, yeah. the, the reason why that was going to be the end of the day, we don't talk about it yeah. they just instantly are like, Oh, yeah, sleepover, sleepover, cut to sleepover. Yeah, that makes it okay that we lost the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they were, kept count. They lose like four they, balls. It's a bunch, uh, which I, uh, the money they must have been coming up with right, constantly to get these balls. But so the, then we get to the sleepover scene, the scene. The, the reason we're here, the reason we're drinking some s- 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 more beer is because. Because of s'more. How can I have some more or something if I haven't had any yet? You're killing me, Smalls. Oh. (laughs) The truly beautiful little scene. It's great. I love the moment right after that. Right. I would have written it all down. It happened too fast. I didn't want to rewind it that many times. But then Ham gives the most elegant, eloquent explanation for how you make s'mores. And it's short. It's, yeah. not like, it's not like it's wordy. It's not you like it's got a lot of the gram. And then you take the chocolate. You take the chocolate and you place it upon the gram. Now you take the, the mallow. mallow, toast the mallow, place the mallow upon the chocolate, gram, and stuff. Some more. <laughs> Some more. <laughs> No, it's the best. Uh, and then immediately after the s'more, the we s'more, get the cool story. We get, we get the story, which also has literally my favorite and most quoted line ever. Not just from this movie ever. Right. And it's until forever, forever. forever. You have to make the lip movements yeah, you when gotta, you're saying it or you're not doing yet. it correctly. People will not know you are trying to reference this you gotta movie. You got to pop the, the lower lip off your teeth. I ever. apologize for all audio people listening. Yeah, if this some is really poppy because we had to make the point yeah. of forever. Right.
1: It, is, and the, that it one,
0: is a legitimately creepy story. The story used to creep me out when I was a kid. This yeah, this is the moment where we, all the we get to find out about uh, Mr. Myrtle. It's the first time we get to hear Your the name. name of the man who owns the dog. Uh, we still don't find out the name of the dog. They still just refer to it as the, the beast. beast. But we do find out that Mr. Myrtle is the man who owns the dog. Right now, I want to go ahead and say this. Anybody who hasn't seen the movie, I apologize. Spoilers. But we see in this flashback that Mr. Myrtle is a white man. Yeah, a big fat white dude. (laughs) It is clearly not James Earl Jones. Or anyone who could have in any way have been James Earl Jones. Maybe they only had him for like a day. So my, my theory here is that they're just trying to let us know how how unreliable of a narrator that Squint's or Squints's grandpa is. Yeah, because... Or even Small's. Yeah. Because it, technically right now we are listening to Small's, Smalls tell, tell us uh, this story yeah. of Squint's telling him a story that Squint's grandpa had told Squint's when he was a child. That happened in the, what, nineteen? Oh, yeah, way before. Like when, yeah. The robber had a little, the bag had a little God, money yeah. sign on it cracked me up. And so, uh, I think we're just supposed to know that there are a chain of unreliable narrators yeah and and that's why this information but it definitely stood out to me upon this watching i don't know if i've ever paid attention any other time i've watched but certainly this time as soon as the flashback started i was like who is this man yes yeah, right to me too i was I like... definitely know that that's not what mr myrtle looks like no yeah, so then we find out that, that the beast has been killed, according to the story, yes. has been killing people. Yeah. And, and is now under house arrest, under the house. That's what that big-ass chain for. is for. For... Uh, er. all right last time guys start. yeah we're not gonna do it again and, and again the way this movie works uh, we just immediately skip to the next beat like uh this yep. movie moves on we go yeah it this just movie goes just moves it's not worried it's a about taking a a time yeah it's not worried about taking time they do because. not set up one moment to the next they nope. just you know that these are kids playing baseball every day yeah so they don't need to explain to you what's going on. They're just going to show you the field. Yeah. So yeah, we leave that. The next day is the day that they're they're out playing ball, and it's just too stupid fucking hot, hot right? Too hot, and so everybody's like, "We're not gonna play. We can't do this, Benny." I don't care. <laughs> no, it's funny. Benny's just like, "If you all want to be a bunch of." everybody little girls and stuff and everybody's just like yeah i'm fine with that dude it's hands way up, too hot hands up from the beginning i'd have been that kid right me I, too me and heat don't equal Fuck no so yeah, the, the, the moment after that's where they the only thing you can do. And I mean, again, yeah. this was even true in my childhood. Oh, fuck yeah. It's too hot outside. The only thing you, you can do is go to the pool or the lake or, you know, whatever. Whatever the place you can go swimming at yep. is the place you went swimming on a day like that. And so they go to the pool and it leads us to the greatest moment ever. I love fucking Squint. Where we see Squintz go for his... His uber crush. Wendy Peppercorn. Oh, Wendy Peppercorn. When I tell you every, every, every one of guy them. in the, uh, that that existed who saw this movie has been at a pool and seen a hot lifeguard and thought to themselves i'm gonna try i'm gonna do the squint i'm gonna be the guy who does it for real and, and it's, it's gonna work it's gonna work for me none of us ever do it no we all think it though we all chicken out yeah so none of us can actually say if squints is right or wrong because right we all don't have the balls that Squints has. Yeah, Squints, I did. Squints is more of a man than me. I, I, yeah, no, I have no real. problem to say this. For real. No, I did write in my notes, uh, Squints is the creepy kid that gets caught in the girl's locker room in high school. Say what you want. <laughs> He's a legend. Yeah, he is. And apparently, kid's first kiss. Like, legitimately, in real life. That's even better. Right, isn't it? That's a story that will live on. Yeah, no, I had to have rubbed off. I watched an interview with him, and his wife came in, and she was hot. So... He's had game from the beginning. All right, and then... Uh, so uh They then, get kicked the fuck out. They get though. told that they, they, they are told you have to leave. You are right. no longer allowed back to the pool. Not just that summer. They got a oh, lifetime. We they didn't touch. actually say what he did. We just said he was a legend. Oh. Okay, stop. Cut. We're going to get back. So he was such a legend. He faced drowning just that way he can make out with... <laughs> Windy peppercorn pepper pepper, get it right. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's a truly a lucky man. He, he, right, he, he, she pulls him up out of the water, and everybody, like, everybody's selling it. Or, well, no, actually, the other kids don't even know what he's doing. They're just like, dude, Squince like is dead. Yeah, well, only <laughs> after the moment because he did turn. He does. He turns and looks at him. He's just like. Eh. and then they all know yeah and they're like but it happened so fast yeah they're like what the fuck and then he goes for it and buddy she is mad (laughs) they get kicked the fuck right on out of that fucking pool is it forever is it just for that summer no it was for it was a lifetime ban a lifetime ban they're never allowed it's okay though she totally smiled back at him because well that's what they even said they said literally from that summer on not just the rest of the summer from that summer on, anytime they walk past the pool, yeah, she smiled she at Squints, my we, hero. We cut we, we cut immediately from the pool scene to uh the night game scene. Yes, Benny dude. Runs uh, everybody's house. Uh, it's what we can only assume is the Fourth of July, right? Or this town just has lots of fireworks shows. I don't know. I assume, but it's because they're, of July. yeah, I assume it's the Fourth of July and, and massive fireworks. Now that being said, this scene, the way Benny looked in the nighttime right? light that they set up made again. It's when the mustache. Yeah, you could stood see. out and you're like, how much older is this He's kid not, than he, everybody? like fucking 18. Don't like don't it's the one. It's not the only scene, but it's definitely one of the scenes yeah. that it it stood out so much that it was hard to ignore. Yeah, the shadow from all the shit poofed and blasted didn't help him with the little, little hint of stash the poor man had. But great shots. I love the low angles. In it, so you can see the fireworks going off and stuff. And then eventually they all just kind of stopped playing baseball and started just watching the fucking fireworks go. That was great. Mm -hmm. And then we cut, again, this movie just goes from that. We just cut right back to we're playing fucking baseball. And this is the one where Benny gets in the pickle, right? Where he's running back and forth between home plate. And then he... Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is where he the little minor league gang fucking mm-hmm. shows up. Yeah, no, yeah, this is yeah, the best and then shit. After that we cut to their game against them. Yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah, this is the the insult scene. You play ball like a Girl scene. Yeah. Actually, I think the insult before that was actually worse. The the one case he's just like you bob for apples in the toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you like it. And I was yeah. like, oh, god damn. Yeah. But again, man. Yeah, you can't saw in the 90s that was the worst fucking insult ever. Like now it's well, like It's not even again, in the 60s. Oh yeah, the 60s even. That's even worse. Pretty bad in the 90s and the 60s and fighting words. Yeah. In the 90s were like, I'm not a girl. So they they have their oh, they have their squabble with with the minor with with the little the little league yeah the little, little league team like yeah. the actually because they have like uniforms yeah, 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 and jackets yeah. and, uh, and bikes so they roll, they roll up like they're hardcore and their little bikes and yeah, shit. yeah to the, to again what are the low-income family kids and yeah. it's like well geez just like nobody even wants you there just go right. away like, they, like we're on our shitty they're, fucking they're on field their own dirt ourselves yeah right? like, let them play let them have fun yeah, so then we we get their game. They annihilate them. Like oh, yeah. Like, we know they will. Ham's behind home plate the whole time. Oh, Jeremy. yeah. Just just like, giving, is that your sister giving, out there in the outfield? Naked? You think she'd go out with me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so they, they win. And, of course, coincidentally enough, the same night that they win this game is the night there's a carnival in town. Oh, yeah. So they really. Celebrate! <laughs> and they do. They live it up hard oh, at yeah. this carnival. Because... Bertram, thank yep. you for having that in your notes. Yeah. Bertram brings some chewing tobacco. Yep, Some fucking big chief. Some the real best. chaw. <laughs> the best. Uh, and they take big oh, handfuls. It's, it's outrageous. And then they all get on. the tilt the world. And, and tequila plays. <laughs> and I have to say... As a kid born in the '80s, I know that they. That it's just because this was a song that was popular. That yeah, you know, it's in, the in 60s, all kinds of. But when ways. I hear tequila as a child of the '80s, I can't think about anybody except for Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> God bless Paul oh, Rubens. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. But yeah, so again, as soon as I hear this scene, it's one of again. It's it's a masterfully crafted scene. They yes. made this movie because they wanted your parents. To take you to it, yeah. And this is the scene where you, as a kid in in ninety three, or night, yeah, ninety three, yeah, it's ninety three. Uh, you were going to be a kid who who has parents who would have been alive in the sixties, so they would know the song and like the song, and you're going to be someone who loves Pee Wee Herman, yeah. Because and you're going to love Pee Wee Herman. Uh-huh. And he loves this song. So it, it, again, the the masterfully thought out yeah, ways was. this movie uh, tries to make sure to entertain both audiences that it has. Yeah, but they get on the tilt a whirl with big mouths full of chew, and they're just chowing away, having a good old time for about thirty five fucking seconds. <laughs> then everything goes bad. I want to say, <laughs> this is. I've had chewing tobacco one time in my life. I was sixteen. And I had the same reaction these kids did and I wasn't on it till the world. Yeah, so no, I I understand. Yeah, I, totally I don't get judge it. them. I don't like chewing tobacco. It's gross. I'm Not a fan. Never would have been my thought. We I've done it more than once because you know, you're you're out there's no cigarettes and somebody's like well i got some dip and you're like well i mean i ain't had a cigarette in like six hours sure i'll try it Shit's gross it's not good yeah. <laughs> but yeah they all throw up bad, horribly like they ruin everybody money. else's night yeah that's at the carnival 100 <laughs> percent. everybody splashes. in that town talked about this for the next decade right The night the baseball kids threw Threw up up on on all of us, right, just spewed all over the Tilt-A-World. Again, we we cut from that night to yet another. Again, this movie really just goes to show you like how a child's summer feels. Like it's literally just one big moment to another big moment. You don't remember the small stuff; you just remember the big thing. Yeah. And so, our next big thing after throwing up at the carnival all night is the day. They busted the guts clean out of the ball, right? Epic slow mo of the ball, right? Again, Benny is, you know, like our Greek hero in this fucking movie. Look at all the great feats he's achieved. Strength. He just he knocked none better than Benny. I bow now, but this is the moment since we don't have a sleepover to cut to where we get to find out what happens on a day they lose the ball or they break the ball. They have to come up with the money, and Benny informs everybody it's 98 cents. Where are we going to get 98 cents for a ball? No, I don't know about you, but when I first heard that, I was like, 98 cents. That seems that's pricey for 1960 1960- No, no, dude. Again, stop thinking 1990 math or 2009 yeah, math. Yeah, We're true. talking 1960s math. Yeah, that's a lot of fucking money. seems like a lot of money for a baseball. Well, it, yeah, they're you like think, 15 no. bucks now. So. No, okay, but wait, 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 there's more. I looked this up. In in 1962, depending on where you're at, an average baseball could have been $0.25. Cents. Now, we all know that that probably means it was $0.25 cents in a major metropolitan city. They are not in a major metropolitan city. No, they're in, like, Utah somewhere. So, $0.98, cents, probably not far off. But then, to top it off, I looked up the conversion rate on inflation. $0.98 cents in the 60s. $10 today, and it is $10 for a baseball today. What? So... The baseball costs exactly the same amount of money, proportionally speaking. That it did in 1962. That's that's interesting. I know. I didn't expect that. No, I got my pretty- deep dive. I was convinced <laughs> I was going to be like, this movie was so wrong. No, and was I was spot fucking on. I was. Well, it's okay to be proven wrong every once in a yeah, while. Yeah, I mean, it's how we fucking learn. Yeah, so that is how much a baseball costs, and that is what they realized that uh, they they probably weren't going to be able to come up with the kind of money that they would need for that. And yeah. so that leads us to the, the major driving point of the whole movie, the 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 whole reason that the movie goes off the rails. Yeah. Because, again, the beginning, all Pretty of the standard. beginning so far, we've been seeing just literally just a, a kid's great fun summer. summer. right? You, you, you're just watching it wondering, like, well, well What's driving the plot? Where are we going? We're just watching these kids have fun. None of it mattered till right now. And right now is when the real story of the movie starts. Mm-hmm. About 45 so minutes in. At this point in time, they have no ball. They, they're they convinced they can't get the money to yeah, get a ball. Yeah, because they're like, what are we going to do about it? They're like, we've already lost like three balls up to this point. Yep. We're, we're, we're strapped, dude. We dude. So got We got no money, no backups. What are we going to do? Smalls. Scott, Scott says, I got an idea. I got a ball. Let me go get it, guys. They're like, well, go fucking get it. He's a fucking idiot. He runs inside. He grabs the ball that he thinks belongs to baby Ruth. Some woman. Uh, And and takes it outside. And everybody's just like, sweet, Smalls brought a new ball. Let's play. No one bothered to look at it. Nobody looks at it. Nobody. Nobody, Not one person. And so we're playing. And it's Smalls. Of course. Oh, no, no. I know. Of course. Smalls goes up to bat. Right he 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 finally gets his moment right most of these kids haven't even had a moment like this that we know of it's been ham here. and benny are the only people who have ever hit home runs in the sandlot yep that yep. we know to of. our knowledge right right scott knocks one out of the park and you can see it he's so ecstatic he's so happy and then instantly instantly, as soon as the smile hits his face it dawns on him what that ball was he goes around first and then it hits him and everybody else is still fucking just cheering yo dude and he just walks straight past second into the outfield to the fence you gotta go around second he just stares that way (laughs) just continues to stare Everybody. everybody thinks that maybe he's gone catatonic like i mean it's a what i even says it's like it's okay i mean it's a big deal hitting your first homer there's a squints or somebody and so then finally that's when Smoltz turns around tells everybody
1: <laughs> we gotta, Guys, get, that we gotta get
0: that ball we gotta get that ball back and they're all like why and, and, and he's just like it's my stepdad's it belonged to some woman What do you mean, some woman? I don't know. Her name is Baby Ruth. Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. (laughs) They all flip the fuck out, and he's like, "You guys keep saying that. Who is Babe Ruth?" And then for the fifth time, we're like, "The Sultan of SWAT. SWAT. The King of Crash. The Colossus of Cloud. The Colossus of Cloud. The Great Bambino." That's the same guy oh man yeah so he's a dead man skinned and flayed boiled sell his fat for soap right if you can't tell that scene had a lasting impact on us right that was probably way too loud for everybody too it's okay no if you had headphones on we're sorry i apologize i'm not sure if i am but we'll go with it i did it for him it's fine all right, but so at this point we get to, like I said, this is the true, this is this is where we actually get a, a, a real story going on. There's yep. something that they have to overcome. There is a problem. There is something that actually drives the plot forward now, yep. not just one adventure after adventure after adventure on the baseball field. Yep. Now it is, we all have to figure out how we how can get, get this, this goddamn ball. Back. And so it does, it starts simple. Yep. It starts simple. I love Benny though. He's immediate. He's just like we can start drinking sodas and gathering cans. We got to get money. No, buy the new ball so, again, so they can buy see, some that's time. That's what I say. Start simple. The plan is get a new ball. Benny's great, right? Because everybody else is like freaking, freaking out, out. <laughs> and Benny's like, let's, "Let's." But my problem with this is they do. They buy a ball. They write Babe Ruth on it. They do write it correctly. Thank God they didn't give it to Smalls because he probably would have wrote, wrote baby. baby. <laughs> but they write it correctly. My problem is they put the pristine ball. They didn't try to dirty, dirty it, up. it up. None Nothing. of them kids. None of them kids would have been like that was a game ball. Yeah, it was. What we could roll it in the dirt, in spit right. Like dirt. that's my problem because again, these are kids that are in the sandlot all summer, every summer. You're telling me none of them. Not one was like, yeah, should not we rough that thing up a little bit? Well, so I think somebody says something and somebody's like, well, his mom's not going to know the difference because his dad's off on some stepdad's yeah, stepdad's off on some trips. And but that doesn't make sense because his mom is the one who tells him earlier in the movie like, oh, that's Babe Ruth's ball. No, no, not earlier. It's about to. It's, oh no! Yeah, that's right. It's it, when he puts, he puts it the back, ball and it just back she solves him, and solve she says, her. "No, he even says that because she gives him this speech about. Do you know whose ball that is? Right. Babe Ruth. And then he, in narration, was like, as if I didn't feel bad enough. Right, even my mom, a girl, <laughs> knew, knew who Babe Ruth was. Uh but yeah. So then we go from there to to each person's. Each person's thought on how we can get the ball back. Now we don't literally get to see every everybody, person, but we, but we do you get to see a bunch, and you can definitely see if they don't tell you whose idea it was, you, you can, can kind of figure guess. it out. The first one they don't directly tell us whose idea it was to make a giant pole with a pot, pot on, on it. it. I can promise you that was ham. Yeah. There's not a single doubt in my head. I know nice he's the one simple. that was directing the pole, nice but beyond simple, that, just it seems like the kind of thing. Just like him, yes, simple that and he was going to be like, guys. There's no way this won't work. It's all metal. Yeah, it's a metal pole. It's, it's a, metal a metal pot. pot. We're good. Really good. Did not work out. I did not way. see how they didn't get their hands fucking sliced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, it, it, when it got, it ripped out of their hands. Was bad. Well, at first but, I was watching and I was like, "Is that just the erector set?" No, no, it definitely like a stop a sign. Pose. They just went and ripped the stop sign out of the fucking ground. It's crazy. So that one doesn't work. Yeah, <laughs> and and then, then like we we upgrade each time uh, we do yeah, something. We're 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 gonna go to the vacuums now. The vacuums, which again, I I love. <laughs> And I loved as a child, like the thought of yeah, doing just this. hooking a bunch of them the together. actual science behind something like that working though. Never no. How are they making those things work together? How did they connect the hoses all together? a reason couple, we don't get to see this Slice them to like, yeah. Th- yeah. But beyond that, now's the, the one moment I definitely have to say and point out there was a hardcore continuity flub or, or, or just mistake behind the scenes. Yeah. They're going to do the ball with the vacuums and, the, and they, they show us a far out scene and they show us zoomed in. Yeah. Literally the thing is the, right above the ball. the ball. You can see the string. And I'm, I'm not talking like, this is not like one of those like, you know, you watch some movies and yeah. it's a clear plastic string. Yeah. They're trying really hard to make sure you can't see No, this is no, yarn. This is like black, it's <laughs> right? Like, it's, like, it's like thin black rope, right? it's not string. I don't know what they were thinking. I I don't know how I didn't notice this as a child. I don't know if it was the the lens of, of it had to have been a child nostalgia going on, or or, or if it's just yeah bad tape. You know, it's yeah. back then I would have watched it on a VHS, VHS on a tube TV, and today I definitely watched it uh like you 4K. know uh, I was on a, a OLED screen 4K output. I don't know what the real culprit here is but i definitely know that you can tell that something is pulling that ball oh yeah little column a little column b it's it's all the same because we were kids they hid shit all the time with because they knew how bad the cameras were back then they're like nobody will fucking notice it's fine but so the vacuum problem backfires. Yeah, cuz they do pick the ball up. Yes, 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 but, but then the beast the comes and pinches the yes. the two and literally backfires. Oh yeah, it was on, on Timmy or Tommy, whichever the younger one is. Yeah. And he comes out with his little speech. (laughs) We have totally underestimated the stuff. Yeah, no, I love when the thing exploded and they're all diving off. Like, the stunt double for Benny is absolutely fucking shredded. There's clearly two adults doing this, right? But, like, again, shit you wouldn't notice back in the day on a VHS. But now, on my nice phone, oh, yeah, dude, I'm like, "Ah, that guy's fucking ripped, buddy. fucking rocking the guns. And the other kid's got the fake wig that looks like, was falling off in mid shot while he was flying through the air yeah good shit but yeah now we're not this is where we're not fucking around anymore right we're we're, we're going we're bringing science into this shit we're going to sacrifice yeah, yeah yeah so the next one is when we decide we're gonna it's like they've got a swinging kid and a pulley system but you never see a pulley i know i wrote down i was so like how long did it take around to a set branch this? But that would never have worked the way. No. It. again, this is like sliding. Well, and they've got the like bicycle three dimensionally wheel thing. Know. It was weird. Again, w- but yeah, we the- were never meant to really know how this. Again, it wasn't yeah. really supposed to work. But it is insane to watch and be like, Man. what. We're we're, were going to sacrifice Yaya to the dog now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, it does not work. Shocked to nobody but those kids. Apparently, this was was shot differently originally. This was supposed to be that kid's last scene. Like, he was supposed to get so scared he shits his pants and, like, waddles off the sandlot and we don't ever see him again. Because apparently he punched one of the other kids when they were all fucking around. I think it was Bertram, the the big tall kid. And I think that's hilarious because he's super small, right? And I'm like, yeah, I I, I know guys like that. Little tiny little motherfuckers that'll fight at the drop of a hat. He's giant now. Do you see him? No. (laughs) He is gigantic. But yeah, it doesn't work we pull yeah, yeah up and he comes up it is why he comes up like bug's bunny he comes up going well cuz he saw the mouth of the beast it was real close dude it was right up there and it was all you know it's gross. like looking death in the eyes yeah. he was never the same <laughs> yes, he comes, it's the deadlights from it you know what, they, what i'm saying yeah but they pull him up and he does that weird thing and i'm just like what the fuck is he doing And um, we we go from that into full blown Scott Smalls, a rector set champion of the world. Right. This was so fucking cool. Uh, This is a scene that literally, they knew. They knew they were bringing, uh, uh, again, they were bringing parents who were born and were children in the 60s to see this movie with their kids today. And they were like, oh. Let me hit you with the erector set. Did you remember about the erector set? Because <laughs> I promise you right now, this movie helped sell so many erector sets. Didn't set you units. have one? I had a Harley Davidson erector set it's that my dad play? 100% bought, probably after we watched this movie. Yeah, I got because one Because he was too. like, I had an erector set. This is cool. Yeah, I got one too. I could never we build never built anything. anything. Yeah, I never could build anything. I always looked at the boxes thing came in and I was like, man, I could be building things to <laughs> launch baseballs away from dogs, but I don't even... I don't even see the parts. That I don't I know need. what I need to do. I don't see a scoop. I don't see a... A fucking, because like, again, thing. none of the things that Scott Smalls built with are things that came in <laughs> modern day Erector, Erector sets. I don't know if they came in ones that were well, fucking came they, out in they, the sixties. I but I hundred percent know that they did not come with Erector sets that were made in the nineties. No, but he had like a radio tower that he freaking built. Oh, I mean, he that just, was just they, him, dude. They just dropped wow. that thing. That was just him. Yeah, he just it was just in his He's yard. just an engineer. Yeah, just had it laying around his backyard. That's from last summer. That's what he built last summer it is this was what I'm right? saying this was what his mom was bitching at him about <laughs> but this is the coolest shit they they dropped the big huge erector set ramp and they have a remote controlled Mars rover thing and the plan is is we're gonna drive it down and we're gonna scoop up the ball and we are gonna catapult launch that thing across the fence and Benny and Nunez is gonna catch it, but it doesn't work. They get so close. I love Squints during this, I love Squints. He's got like the periscope thing and he's just- Each (laughs) part of the plan, each plan got a little bit closer than the plan They got so close and Squints is guiding it with his little periscope and he's all like, deploy catapult and it drops. And then it spreads open and just kind of scoops it up. And then right when they launch it and it's coming over the fence, Beast comes up and he fucking eats it. So he had to have like thrown it up later because it's just like laying in the thing. Well, I mean, because he didn't really eat it. He just swallowed it. It's the puppet that they used. Yeah. They couldn't make it look like he just caught it because the thing was giant. It was fucking gigantic. But yeah, so then they were like, I don't know what we're going to do. And so then we cut to Benny at home sleeping, trying to figure out. How he can help save the day and, and benny, get rid of that five o'clock shadow <laughs> it's bad in this scene and it's so, then, so bad and so then benny wakes up in the middle of the night or he thinks he wakes up we still don't really know what is yeah. going on i don't know if this is supposed to be benny talking to a dead man if this is supposed to be a dream benny had yeah. about talking to a dead man i don't know what happens it's not but clear we see benny speak to baby and it, i've got to say that man is one of the most convincing Babe Ruths I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, is, he's way better than the Babe Ruth in the Babe Ruth movie from like what, like the fifties or something. Uh, yeah, he's in. Um, that guy is also Art LaFleur. He's the man name. of the house, right? With uh, Chevy Chase and Jonathan Taylor Thomas, and he in that movie. If you build it, it will come. Oh, is he Babe Ruth in that movie too? I don't know if he's Babe Ruth, but he's definitely, he's definitely one of the ball players. I like in that a field movie. of dreams. It's a good movie. We have to do that movie. And so I just loved it because I was like, "This man is a ball player." No, he was, and people know he's a ball player. All kinds of shit in the nineties. But so he, we get to have this big scene with Benny and inspiring and uh, mentor it's speech. Great. We hear all kinds of great talk from from the Babe to Benny. He's basically he's telling Benny, I- "If someone's gonna do it, it has to be you." Yeah, y- you're the one. You know that you're talented. You know that you're the one that's got the skills. You know, I mean, that, that everyone that else speech, has tried. The speech is literally like, yeah. The 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 speech he's getting from from Babe Ruth is literally like, you are the chosen one. Like, it's not even like it's any not, kind. Of, no. any, it's not any like veiled anything. It's literally like, Benny, it has to be you. I wrote in my on my notes. I was like, our real hero is revealed. <laughs> It's true though. It is that's exactly what. That's exactly how the scene feels. There is no like. Yeah. There's no kind of veil. There's no. They're not trying to hide it. They are literally like. No. There is almost a. You would expect word for word Babe Ruth to be like, "You're the one, man. Yep. You do it." <laughs> but so Babe Ruth. Now that being said though, the Babe does utter the the most important lines of this movie. They're going to echo throughout time. If this didn't touch you when you were like a kid, like this had to have resonated with you somehow. Heroes get remembered but legends never die right what chills dude i'm telling you right now babe ruth just laid down some straight knowledge right to benny with that one and he's all inspired now uh and so at, at that benny knows what he needs to do so we again much like the rest of he the movie gathers up everybody well, much like the rest of the movie cut to next day. Yeah, just the next scene we're, just, we're done the scene over. he talked to someone who's dead uh the dead man made a few weird statements, statements. yeah uh yeah so where the next day he's gathered everybody up so that way he can say guys i'm just gonna go i had a dream i can do this <laughs> i'm gonna run in the babe told me i can do it and he drops the shoes brand new pair PF Flyers. Flyers. I wanted these so fucking I did too. Literally in my notes, right there. Always wanted a pair, never got them. I am an adult who could buy them, and they are available right now from Shoes for Cruise. If you've ever worked for restaurants, you know what I'm talking about. Shoes for Cruise has PF Flyers you can buy. Look like the movies. They are literally solid black, black on black, because that's the thing. Other kids in the movie have on Converse. Other kids in the movie have on other pairs of PF flyers. Bennies are black, black on black PF flyers. And these were guaranteed to make a kid jump higher, run, run faster. faster, and just all around be better. And I wanted them so fucking bad. I mean, they are what they are. I think the closest I got to was like Converse. But I was little and I didn't know the difference. I mean, really, you're splitting hairs at that yeah, point. Yeah, they're on. both thin soled canvas shoes. Is that why they're called Converse? Canvas? No. No. It's just a name. Mm. But then Benny's gonna go, he's gonna jump over the fence, and he's gonna get that goddamn ball. And we have the the good, the bad, and the ugly music. Wait, wait but but before he even goes though, I wanna point this out. Literally, both Benny and the rest of the kids mm. from the sand lot are all like like Benny's talking to them like he's not coming back. Yeah, like he's he's, gonna, he's, he he he's not die yeah, 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 this. But but my only problem with that is How was Benny supposed to get them the ball if he he was going (laughs) to die in the process of getting the ball? lob it over the wall i like, guess that's in its final death that, throws he throws it that gallantly throw, but see that that's my only part like again i don't care they're kids yeah. kids definitely think about things like this in life and death that's not a problem yeah, i, 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 I can believe ball. that i can't believe that the <laughs> that there was no thought about if he dies how do we end up with the ball right It's. It was dramatic, and he was being heroic, and all of his friends were all like, "Man, Benny's so fucking cool!" All right, and so then that leads us into what I swear. just feels like the longest chase scene in any movie ever. It goes on for fucking ever, but I do like that it's oh, the, I have like no, wipe out. I have no problem with any of it. And I I, I loved it as a kid. Right. And I kind of loved it as an adult. No, as but an it, adult, I love I love it, it more. It went <laughs> on for so long. Because, no, as an adult, I watched that scene and I understand he jumps through the wolfman, Yeah. And then i pop. popped for it. I was like, yay, I love that fucking movie. But but as an adult, I watched it and I was just like, I understand exactly why we as a generation, like millennials, enjoy the jokes like from Family Guy where they just say the same thing like 800, 800. times. It's because of scenes like this where this it chase went on, on forever. forever. Yeah, like it, you're like, oh, it's surely going to end now. And no, we're just eight years old. Like, no, of course it's not. No, it's there's music change. It more, goes more. through Wipeout and then there's another where he's like running through. Well, then like, you hear the overtalk of Wolfman. Yeah, and then it cuts over to like the picnic and it's different. It's the Music and then it and then he's like he runs past his buddies and he's like get back to the sand lot. and this was so weird did you like why does squints look directly at the camera and go S- we got to go to the sand lot go like he it's just the, said know, that. it's the only scene where they do that i don't it know why they so wanted weird. to break the fourth wall if they'd done it before and then we had seen like a zoom out where we saw yeah. which kid so we knew that he was supposed like yeah we just literally but there is no scene in this movie where we're seeing first person from anybody's anybody's point of view. So it's really weird for us to cut right there to do it then. Yeah, it was really weird. But they all run back to the sand lot and Benny's hoofing it. He's getting tired and the dog's right behind him and it bites him square on the ass, and he gets a little boost of speed because, you know, naturally he just got bit in the ass and jumps clean over the fence, gets on the other side, dog jumps right over it and big nice shot. Of dog balls on the other side. Which I thought was really funny. But then he's trapped, right? Then he's trapped on the other side with the dog. But the fence falls over. And big boom. And not one time at any point during all the screaming. Literal explosions. The fence falling over. Dog barking. Does Does the owner ever once come out of his house to see like what the fuck is going on? Not once. But... The dog is trapped under the fence now and Benny has the ball and everybody's just kind of like, oh, what, what do we do? And then Smalls is like, well, come on, guys, we got to get the dog out from under the thing. And he's trying and everybody just kind of stares at him, which I thought was like, well, fuck you guys. I mean, I know you don't like the dog, but Benny goes and helps and they get the dog out and he just pops right back up like it's nothing and gets right in Smalls's face. And you think he's going to get attacked for a second. And then it just starts licking him and he's just a nice puppy. Not a beast at all. No. It's part mm-hmm. of the moral of the story. Yeah. You don't judge a book by its guard. The guy, the dog no, just no, likes no. balls. The moral of the story is just knock on the neighbor's door. For real though, which I want to add, he answers immediately. That soft ass knock at the door. That's what I'm saying. Brings him to the door, but none of the explosions and shit did. All you need to do is knock. Yeah. Just go be like, Hey, can we get our ball back? We've all had to do it. It sucks. It's embarrassing and, you know, awkward. But, you know, just just knock and, okay. hey, we hit our ball in your yard. Can we go look for it? And they're usually pretty cool about it. But then we wouldn't have had a movie. Yeah. But when they knock on the door... Who is it? The one, the only, James Earl Jones, as we have mentioned before, comes to the door. And again, as soon as you hear his voice, even as a kid, I don't care if you had never seen Star Wars or knew what it was. When that man speaks, it just captures you. Right. It's so You feel locked in, intimidated, and and somehow cared for all at the same time. Right. It's It's a warm... Nuggety voice, and so how <laughs> else to describe it? He takes the kids inside, not all of them. No, not, it was originally wrong just our our friends. All of friends, just 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 the important ones. It's way easier to shoot that way. That's why. Well, again, it. it's a small room inside. Yeah. It would have been weird for like twelve kids. Yeah, or excuse me, nine. I'm. Sorry. But he has the coolest baseball shit memorabilia ever, everywhere. Real stuff too. They went to a um. A baseball museum and went and gathered the stuff to dress the set with. So I thought that was cool. And then he proceeds to tell the kids, hey, don't be mad at my dog. Yeah, like it's not his fault. He's just not used to people. Right. (laughs) He Uh, just takes care of me. Personally, if I was Benny, I'd be real mad. I was like, he bit me on the ass. Like, look at my ass for it but you could have just went to the door that's true i guess he could have just asked. again the the, the moral of the story <laughs> knock on your neighbor's door james earl jones even says that doesn't he he's just thank like why didn't you just knock i you. got it for you thank you so like i said nobody's the only people at fault here are the kids or no other kids it's fine uh but so james earl jones he's like so what's so important about this ball because as we find out right now even the flashback, because of our poor narrators telling the stories. Yep. Don't let us know. This man is blind. We just now realize he can't. Well, he can see. He can't see, see. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, he's partially blind. He's definitely not fully blind. He's walking around that house. He ain't got no yeah. pain So. But so obviously he's blind enough. <laughs> right. And so he says, Well, I don't understand why it's so important about that ball. It was signed by Babe Ruth. And he just says the and best so he line. Just he's like, just like, Oh, you're not just in trouble. You're dead where you stand. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, oh, I'm pretty fucked. George signed that ball. George? You you knew him? <laughs> yeah, he apparently played for the Yankees back in the same time. So that's when we find out that, that he's got a replacement ball for the kids. It's not just a replacement. It's better in every way. It's worth way more than that one ball. That it's ball, signed by everybody on the team, not just Babe Ruth. The entire murder row, all of them. The fucking it's a truly amazing Lugaring, piece of memorabilia. Everybody and we're easily worth three times whatever the other and so is. that's when he says yeah i'll let you take that ball you just give me your ball and, and they're come like, over and talk baseball yeah, and with talk me. baseball with me and they're like well but why do you want to keep this ball and he was just like it's a true one of a kind mr myrtle is a man that understands what it truly means yeah to be special yeah because it's Babe Ruth signed lots of balls. Yeah, he did. So a, a baseball signed by Babe Ruth, not special. A baseball signed by the entire team, not special. They probably did that a lot. Yeah, a few Promotional times, things. Sure, Yeah. A baseball signed by Babe Ruth that his dog ate up and these kids came and had an adventure for to try to get. It. That's a one of a kind. Yeah, it is. That ball is important. Because that ball has a story. That ball has a life. And you know, It's what matters. You know, he fucking would tell people about that later. Because like, the kids all eventually in the dialogue, it's like he says, oh, they all move away and go and do stuff. And Benny was like the last one. But no, the Benny might have been the last person he mentioned. The last person to move away from the neighborhood was Scott Smalls, even though he was the last kid to move into the neighborhood as well. Ah. I'm sorry. But yeah. It's in my notes. Yeah, we did, we get the the cool. Yeah, so at that point, ending. at that point, the movie's basically done. At that point, we just we find out where everybody went. We get a nice wrap up. We find out that Squintz is married we to Wendy the Peppercorn. We get ending, yeah. but it's happy. Yeah, it's really actually happy for everyone. Squintz is married to Wendy Peppercorn. They have nine kids. Was it De Nunez owns like a like a Lowe's like, like a, a home repair store? The the twins design tree houses or something. All of these people, I can't. Bertram, Bertram, thank you, disappears during the 60s movement. Exactly, I was just about to say, I was like, the, uh, I was gonna say I don't remember his name, but I do because Bo came with the notes. Yes. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, Bertram disappears into the 60s. Yeah, he got Nobody way does. into the history. This is the only one, just, they, they all know where everybody else ended up. But Bertram, Ham became a professional wrestler, which speaks to the me great Ham Bino. I gotta say. As a kid with the last name Ham, when this movie came out, I was not a fan of the nickname because everybody was like, Oh, you're going to love it. That's your name now. All right, Ham. Ham Hambino. But yeah, so all of the kids end up somebody My great. Bo. I got Bozo the Clown all the fucking time. That's not so bad. <laughs> when you hate clowns, though. <laughs> but so all these kids, we find out not only that they uh, all played baseball as long as they lived in the neighborhood yep. that they all stayed in touch even as they left they yeah. all stayed in touch that's crazy like think about that i've got friends from 5 years ago i don't speak to and we live in an era of multimedia everything you can contact people 8000 different ways these are people who it was 1960 68? to 1970 yeah, something it like, like at the latest yeah. that's literally putting some of them not leaving until they were 18 to 20 right still keeping in touch with each other by mail right by just phone, writing fucking letters and calling shit calling each other and um at I think the we end all of the movie need to to take a lesson from that yeah for real to stay in touch with your boys but we go to the future benny has become as we figured a, a pro, pro ball player yep he's he's doing the old the old pickle where he's running back and forth between third and home and smalls is the announcer he's announcing his boy's game and he is pumped and he's still wearing that stupid fucking hat <laughs> The coolest hat in the world. No, it's stupid. I hate that hat. It's the coolest hat and in the world. I hate it. I hate it so but much. So we, we even last scene of the movie, we get Benny looks up, and gives a little little salute, little salute up to his best buddy Scott, because those two, those two are still real oh, good yeah. friends. And that's the movie, and it's over. And, and that's been uh big the been. Line, everybody. That, that's that's the Sandlot as we see it. Yes, this is our reaction to the Sandlot. This is really like a, a review. No, no, no. This is definitely not a review. No, This is just... 100% a reaction. Yeah, this is movie. how we, we just watched the movie. We watched the movie, and we're hoping that uh, if you figured out what the movie was, you watched it. Yeah. And now you're just listening to us talk about it. Hopefully... If you got real creative you decided to try the beer that's part of why we want you guys to see what we're drinking what we're okay. going to have for the next week we want you to see so that way maybe you want to join in with us yeah come play have, the game have some yeah and oh no i recommend this this is good and 12% alcohol, dude? I'm I'm a little... Yeah, I'm feeling toasted yeah. like a s'more For right real. now. I am a toasted mallow right now, and I'm happy about it. But it's really good. I'm going to drink the last bit of it here. All gone. Good stuff. Well, all right. Now that we're done with the movie... All we got to do here is a little bit of wrap up and getting ready for next week. So uh, first thing we want to go ahead and let you guys know is next week we're going to be drinking ourselves a beer. Yeah, tell them the next beer. So another beer this week again just so that way you guys understand it will not always be a beer it might usually be a beer beer is a little bit easier it probably is always going to be an adult beverage of some sort and so beer just a little bit easier beers have names we can drink them in the hour and not be too messed up to talk to you guys yeah Uh, that being said we do have some special plans for some episodes that will involve some stronger drinks than just a beer yeah but our next episode we're planning on drinking zombie dust is an undead pale ale by three floyd's brewing company play the game on instagram try and guess what the next movie is and uh yeah that'll be fun so again if you need to know where to find us our social media is gonna be at instagram we are at kentucky fried critics if you want to try to watch this On YouTube currently it's still just audio only we don't do video we do plan on trying to do that sometime in the future but that is gonna be the channel name Kentucky Fried Critics at KF critics if you're gonna do it by the at sign yeah, Or you can search us on Spotify, all of your friendly neighborhood podcasts. Yeah, at this point, segments. I'm pretty sure we're on, we're on most we? of them. If not all of them, we are certainly at most of them. And you can always just find us at our website, yeah. which is going to be shows.acast.com Kentucky hyphen fried hyphen critics nice I like how you slowed it down right there that was good i just wanted to make sure people just really nice knew and how clear to find and things. concise so everybody can follow along and know what we're doing and yeah this has been a lot of fun i had a blast yeah. i hope everyone else had fun with us yeah. please please yeah like yeah. subscribe share whatever it is you need to do let us know if you want to stand on a mountaintop and yell it if you want to just as long as people hear about it let us know what you think yeah leave us a comment if you have any ideas for the show or or you have movie anything stuff, like that movies feel games. free to email us because obviously we don't want you to tell us movies or show ideas in the comments because other people will see them and it makes us yeah. less likely to choose them so feel free to email us that is also going to be Kentucky Friday critics at gmail.com also beers if you have good beer ideas we can always try to figure out the movie to go with the beer you just let us know an idea movie beer tv show subject whatever you'd like yep let us know give us some feedback we'd love to hear from you all right guys i think that's it we're out later we did it And